You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You're here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Winan, life coach Prue Sulisic, and women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose. We're pushing boundaries, being imperfect and unstoppable. Join in the conversation by being a part of the Facebook group and connect with your own soul sisters. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Hello. 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 How are you today? Happy Thursday. Yes, I'm not sure what day well, you're listening to this. No, Thursday, it'll be a Tuesday for everyone else. It'll be yeah, a Thursday possibly, for us. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Happy Thursday to us right now. Yep. How's everybody? Happy. Okay. <laughs> my my okay is probably okay. an average also, actually. <laughs> so I'll just even it up here. I'm great. Oh, good. <laughs> well, thank God one of us is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to pull a card from this deck of questions and we are just going to see what it is and answer it. Are you ready? Yes. No. Go yes. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Appropriate. If you could own any piece of art, what would it be? Oh, who wants to go first? Tanya, it's definitely you. Go first. I don't. I don't think like... Oh, <laughs> this isn't a great icebreaker. We have to take too long to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to, I'll start. I w- would like to own an original Monet. Or what's his name? Or someone, Monet. <laughs> because every time I see oh, one really? of his images, they're, they're like those, the, the, the blurred sort of sceneries and things. Mm-hmm. It, they just intrigue me every time, and I'm like, oh, I feel I feel like I'm there, but then also that it's not that I'm not there, and it just intrigues me. That's the word I want to use for that piece of artwork, and it'd be worth a fortune. So yes, I sell it and you know do all the things with the money. <laughs> Does that kind of defeat the purpose of owning the artwork? Wanting to own the artwork if you only want to own the artwork to sell it? No. No? <laughs> I'd enjoy it from the moment I had it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you two? Oh, I can't say that I would pick a specific artist or I guess I guess for this question I need to, don't I? So I would go with a, an original Tamara Delim picker. Ooh, never heard of this one. We'll have to yes. link her in to this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What I sort have, of art does she do? Is she more abstract or? She is more cubist, I want to say, yeah. um, more of a recent older artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of women's empowerment. Oh, good one. Well, very, very I don't, yeah, I don't have any favourite artists. I just like art. But the, but the very first thing that came into my mind when you asked the question is I would like to own the piece of artwork that was made overseas by Tanya Marie. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, that was I the obvious know. answer in my brain straight away as well. And then I was like, mm, but then I can sell the Monet for a lot of cash. Yeah. 
I wasn't thinking about money. Okay, so anybody else thinking about this right now? So art, art is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, so sometimes you buy art for feel. Like usually, you buy art for a feeling it gives you, or or could be art for an investment. Or if it's the feeling, like a piece of paper or a photograph of your grandparent or your ancestor or your picture of your old home could be that piece of art that you hold so dear that you would never part with and that you know yeah you'd want yeah and so it doesn't have to be like a famous artist and be worth lots of money or connected to anything like that so it could be anything it's a great it is a great question because it gets you thinking it does and Mm. I that's where I was going first like I just need to I just need to see it and want it like I, I can't tell you exactly what it is that I would want because I perhaps haven't seen it yet (laughs) yeah yeah there's so many so much that sort of falls under the category of art that there is lots of answers to this question like I could answer it again Mm. literally 10 times or more easy yeah interesting that that all got us thinking didn't it Mm -hmm. I (laughs) I like it so today's episode we want to talk into the topic of staying the course which is basically honouring decisions that we make. And, yeah, this is an interesting topic as well. (laughs) So who wants to begin? Like what does this mean to both of you when, you know, I say that out loud, staying the course, honouring our decisions? What what, what comes up straight away? Oh, what comes up for me is um, my mind goes to the, the ability of not holding the decision, like having the ability to say, no, this isn't working for me. But then in the same instance, you you do need to, once you decide something, it really isn't something you need to hold on to forever, but you need to give it some time and some space, don't you? Hmm. Before, I think before you can say, okay, let's continue with this or, or let's call it quits. Yeah, that's true. The, is there anything that you're in like in that moment right now doing and thinking I'd want to quit but I'm going to keep going right now I guess I think more more for me right in this moment is more about making a decision yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah not really holding it but once I do make the decision which yeah then then there's got to be yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused right now. I'm just confused, <laughs> completely confused my brain. <laughs> you, just, you, I, can't, you can't see her right now. But, yes, she is definitely in her thinking brain. Yeah, and where are you looking? Yeah, you're, you're trying to, like, pull on. I'm just looking at your eye patterns right now. It's so interesting. Yep. And you're, you're, trying, you're going from, like, remembered, like, vision, like you're looking at your visual learning style and you're like going to the remembered visual experience because you're like maybe I can draw on from my past from this decision but then you're going over to the um, constructed like vision and thinking what is that going to look like when I'm over there but you're like back and forth like that it's so funny (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah I'm completely thrown now completely That's good. Yes. Like, who, t- yeah. Somebody else speak. Donnelly, you're up. I don't, like, sometimes I don't know how to approach these topics. 
I'm sitting here mm. feeling my way around what does it actually mean, you know? Mm. So staying the course, honouring decisions. Sometimes I'm better off with an example. So for me, the a good example is my business and my Be Unshakable program. I do Monday night coaching every Monday and at, at present, there's not many people that turn up for Monday night coaching, even though I've got a, like a few people in the program. And it's my brain going, oh, I need to change it. It's not working. It's this, it's that. And look, yes, I can tweak things. And I can change things. But often in the past, um, and I'm sure this is where it's going to help people, is that things don't work out exactly how you think they're going to work out. And so you think or feel and go, oh, I'm failing at this. And then you just stop. And for me, it's like, you know what? I'm committed to figuring out what's going to work for the future because Be Unshakable is going to be around for a long time and I'm committed to it I'm and I'm committed to the ups and downs of it. So let's go. What's not working? Like what's working? What's not working? What can I do differently? They're the three questions I'm asking myself all the time about that program. And this is true for lots of things that I've tried over the last few years as well. And like Tanya said before about um, knowing when to quit possibly, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to know that you have the ability to leave something or stop doing something if it's not working the way you want it to and you don't see it in the future working the way you want it to. So knowing that you have that ability, but for me, for staying the course right now, it's like this is this is happening. I've just got to figure out the logistics of like the – it's like putting all the puzzle pieces together and I'm committed to completing the puzzle. And, and I know, like, I have a future vision, which is, I think, a really important piece of this. It's like I can see what it looks like when it's working and then it's, like, at full steam ahead. Like, I can see it. It's not that now, but I can see it and I'm committed to going that way. Because if, if the alternative is if I just stopped, then I wouldn't live up to my, like, live into my dream. And I want to live into my dream. So, yeah, so staying the course for me in this particular space in my life, that's what it looks like. Mm. And it doesn't even have to be big, does it? No. It could just be like, right, I am going to I'm going to cut sugar out of my diet. Yeah. And then tomorrow having a chocolate bar. Yeah. Like keeping that, making that decision and honouring it, being being true to that decision and how do you hang in there and how long do you hang in there for? Mm. So, but like the first step is making a decision. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I know that you're confused about one particular decision in your life, but there are decisions in your life, Tanya and Donnelly, yeah. um, that you've made and you're staying the course for, even though you don't realise you're doing that. Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, and I think maybe some of those Staying the course, it's not um, as defined as you're talking about it now. It's just part of the path of life. And mm -hmm. you know, I know this sounds dumb. It's like, you know, buying a house and got a mortgage. Well, that's staying the course and honouring the decision. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't, mm. it doesn't necessarily be in your face. I think there's a lot that we're doing unconsciously but consciously. Mm. around staying the course and maybe reassuring our audience that, you know, those things maybe that you can't see 
vividly or outrightly right now, there's these undertones or undercurrents that you are staying the course, that you are honouring decisions and maybe go back to those seemingly basics Mm. to support you in being more conscious around decisions and direction that you want to go. Yes. It could be the bare basic like I saying like yes to myself more. You know, that might be just something that women are starting or people are starting to step into like, ah, actually I can say no to things now. So that means I can say yes to me more too. So when things pop up, like it might, might be days, weeks, months in between the opportunities, but you find yourself saying, yes, I will do that. And that's also staying the course. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, Yeah. Because yeah, like you said, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to have this huge, big goal attached to it. It can be yeah, not eating sugar, saying yes to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, going for an ice cream with a friend when they ask you, <laughs> that type of stuff. It's really um, comes down to honouring your values, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does, does this thing that you've decided, is it, are you on the right track? Does it, is it going to where you want to go? Are you, are you following through? Are you taking action? Mm. Are you giving it enough space? to actually work in your favor or are you just kind of you know diving diving in and then having sugar headache because (laughs) you haven't had the sugar would it detox from your sugar and think oh fuck this and and giving in before you've actually given it the space to to work for you and I think that comes back to our society that we all need this instant acknowledgement or this instant gratification and, you know, our hypothetically, I'm not going to say all social media, but that's definitely, you know, people get an instant reply or an instant like or an instant whatever. So there's, we don't get used to being uncomfortable in that staying the course. Like I look at what Prue's saying around her unshakable program and like you could tweak it, you could think something's wrong or it's not right. But frankly, that's out of your control, what your what your audience is doing or what's going on in your members' life that they, you know, all happen to not turn up on a particular Monday night or they do happen to turn up for five minutes. So I think there's in that part where I'm extremely proud that you're just going to go, I'm just going to keep going, I'm just going to keep going. I'm turning up for me. I'm staying the course because I know what I want. And in in modelling that, those people pick up that, that are part of your membership. So they also know that, okay, we can't always be there every single Monday night, but that'll be the same in life. There's still a staying the course and honouring decision in other ways. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you, you find what is aligned to you and you, like, you know, connected to your values, like Tanya said, and then you just figure it out. You and know. your goals. Yeah, and your goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even notice you're doing things and there's no particular goal attached to it and you're still staying the course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, what? Let's talk into more of that, about that a little bit more because there might be plenty of people going, well, I have no goals. 
I don't even know what I'm staying the course for. Yeah, why am I doing this? Yeah, why, why am I doing this? I think that's the. I think that might be actually the biggest question you can ask yourself for anything yeah. that you're doing is why am I doing this? Mm. Because if it doesn't serve you in the long run, it doesn't make your heart sing or or has the potential to make your heart sing because not everything you do makes your heart sing straight away. But mm-hmm. if the mission of it makes your heart sing, mm. then I think it's worth giving it a go, isn't it? But if it's not serving you, yeah. why the fuck are you doing it? Yeah, and I think I was just thinking about um, probably like the opposites of this when your limited beliefs have influenced your decisions and what I'm liking it to is staying in a relationship way belong, way way longer than you should stay in it. Mm-hmm. But you stay the course because your limiting limited belief is that, you know, you've got to keep trying harder. You, you know, it's not all that bad. And so there's an honouring, there's a different kind of honouring a decision like this bullshit, that's what it is, is just bullshit where you think you need to honour that and not listen to, and I'm not saying anybody listening to this call that if you're not happy in your relationship you should ditch it, but there's there's like a use-by date or, you know, that sense of, okay, what does stay in the course? What am I prepared to give up or compromise, to honour this decision, to have an outcome with someone else that they are honouring the course or giving up decisions. So there's that other part there, I think, not just about staying the course and honouring decisions, is about when is it past its stale. or And there's a lot of that in our life, again, which we're saying undercurrently we're doing, staying the course, home loan, whatever, and then there's another part where it's like bullshit and we're too scared to move out of it. Yeah. So it's a huge, yeah. huge... I think that's a big piece of this conversation. Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. And because tweaking it is part of staying the course. Mm. Yeah. You know, if it's not working but that, that end goal is is what you want, you may need to ch- change it up along the way. You may need to adjust your house payments to make it work. You may need to go see a relationship counsellor if something's amiss in your relationship, but you want to keep it. You know that end goal is that you want to be with this person. So tweaking things along the way and making adjustments, I think, is part a huge part of staying the course also. And I guess we've got more, you know, we've got more opportunity to make make decisions in staying the course like we've got options like what you're saying Tanya yeah and so there's like we're not so suffocated around so we're we're learning how to breathe into that space of change or you know our discussion with this morning we were talking about uncomfortable stuff (laughs) it was a great conversation and going you know all the if buts and maybes and it's like you don't even give it a go so you don't even know if there's going to be if buts and maybes so yeah in staying the course and you know sometimes the course is it is what you think it is it's a straight line let's go but there might be branches and I think that's the thing is that your course can alter and you can still be honoring decision yeah yes 
Yeah. Being like those with the most flexibility win the race, win the game of life. Yeah. Being flexible, like rolling with things as they come up and being like, well, that wasn't in my plan. You know, I can't do that now. You know, I'll just throw it all out the window because, yeah, it wasn't in the plan. It's like, oh, well, possibly the plan's going to change a little bit now. Yeah. Or this, or this isn't working. Mm. It's not, it's not getting me to where I want to go. Being able to say, Okay, so let's keep the decision, but move it. Or reach out to people to be able to, women need to be heard. I mean, I guess men do too, but women need to be heard or talk through things through. And you said that last week, Prue, around about even in, in ourselves, making sure that we talk stuff through. And I think a lot of times we actually paralyze ourselves in thinking, oh, you know, it's too trivial, that they don't want to hear it. And yet quite often what happens you feel so much better. So, and also having people around you that want to be willing to be uncomfortable and change too. So you've just got to try. Yes. Yeah. If the <sighs> person that you're around says, oh, look, you know, I don't want to hear this anymore. Maybe that's not your person. <laughs> mm. Oh, so true. Yeah. So many cool aspects of this. Okay. So let's talk into what some things that we are doing currently that we could stop doing that are not serving us on this journey of staying the course to our, I just want to say our higher self. Instantly? Ah. Yeah. Oh, instantly. Stop helping people where I don't need to actually be helping people. Oh, my God. Stop choosing people over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or it's more, no, it's not a distraction, but it's like notice that coming in and the obligatory obligation of thinking that you should. And then when you're in it and you're going, okay, this is not where I want to be, that, yeah, that's definitely something. No, that, and that's big. Please, I know there's so many people listening to this going either A, oh, my God, yes, I need to stop doing that, or judging you for even thinking that you should put yourself first (laughs) or say no no to others. Yeah, and I'm seriously going through humongous transformation. So I feel very present in what's going on, but I'm not comfortable with what I'm seeing. So so it's like staying... Staying the course, this is a different kind of stay in the course. Yeah, it is. To be able to honour my intuitive or my gut feeling, that's where, and so there's a lot of limiting belief stuff around that that's influencing the change and it's like, God, this is uncomfortable. God, I don't want to be here. And so there's the other part for me is, it's about putting myself first and that's really, really confronting. Because you decide, you you do, you make that decision to do for others first. And so there is a decision you are making that yeah. is not serving you. Yes. But at the time that you're making that decision, and, you know, this, I'm sure this is happening to heaps and heaps of people. There would be, you know, parents and friends and because you've always done it, they, you know, they lean on you. It's, yeah, it's a really hard place to describe people. It's definitely a felt place for me. Mm. So I'm very uncomfortable around going, what does it look like to put me first? Even living with my daughter in my house, I'm even thinking about the bank and the bank loan and like that's 
you know, there's all these little influences, you know. So yeah, that's good though. Curiosity. Yeah. Sounds like you're getting yeah. like super curious. With it's like going business. to your wardrobe and looking at your wardrobe and going, none of these fucking clothes suit me anymore. <laughs> I need to yeah. chuck them all out, but then, oh, my God, I'll have nothing to wear. So there's, oh, no, I'll keep that a little bit longer. That can go. I shared, Donnelly, with you yesterday when we were talking about the analogy of the child walking and crawling first. And so this comes down to this surrender piece. You know, staying the course, surrendering into what you actually want and allowing, if it's the universe, to to support you into getting, being that person. Because I think it's more about becoming something opposed to getting something. And the analogy was for a baby to go from crawling to walking, they don't just crawl faster, which is what most people tend to do. Like in life, they're like, oh, we just got to do, 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 do more. And so it's not about crawling faster. That won't make you walk. It's about fully accepting that you've got to stop crawling altogether to walk. So you're like, I'm not a crawler anymore. I'm a walker. Like an accepting that that's who you are now and you've actually got to stop crawling altogether. If you fall down on your ass, you're not crawling to the couch. You're standing up and you're walking to the couch. Full surrender into it. And accepting that that's what you need to do. The letting go. So, you know, those clothes in the wardrobe, the same thing. If you're looking at them and you're putting them on every day and they're like, this is not me anymore, but you know what? I pay good money for this top. I'm going to keep wearing it anyway. It's like, no, wrap that baby up, put it in the bag, take it to Vinny's. <laughs> you know, it's not you anymore. You need to actually fully surrender to who you are, become who you are now, not in this like half and half this half and half state is the the state where people stay in for a long time and the pit <laughs> and it prevents growth you know that oh i'll just wait i'll just be over here and wait till things work out and then i'll let that go and it's like oh let's let's just surrender into the person that we need to become or we, we are becoming or are right now and just having to let all that go and it and it's fucking scary they're sharing a picture with me and it was funny. It's like Tanya's arrived at my front gate. She's outside the gate. She's got this arm full of clothes that I've never seen before. And she said, here, this is now your wardrobe. And it's like, oh, my God. So what I'm hearing from spirit is that in surrendering and getting rid of those clothes, let's pretend, is that there's also you might not like the wardrobe that's presented to you, but be willing to try some of it on because you've not tried it on before. And that's also this staying the course, honouring decisions in growing, in growth. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Because, well, you can't actually be growing and accepting and surrendering into growth if you're like, oh, yeah, but I only wear blue. I've only ever worn blue. And so in my future self, I'm only going to wear blue too. It's like, no, no, here, I'm here, I'm offering you some green. Try on some green or red. You know, if, someone's, if Tanya came to me and said, Pru, you're going to wear red one day a week for the rest of your life, I'd be like, hell no. But um, okay, I'll try it out. <laughs> You know, because it's different. It's different. But that's that's the whole idea. The growth yeah. is not staying the same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. when does when does that wearing red once a week become a decision you made that you're going to either continue with or not continue with? That's no, I, the question. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I think you will 
know when you know you had you had that knowing of like oh this is this is aligned with me or not like when you when you accept growth that information comes more easily don't you think oh absolutely yeah yeah if you're like if you're in i don't know man's land i don't know i don't know what i don't know this i don't know i don't know how like no this is not going to get you to the into growth like faster because it's exponential the more that you do the greater it becomes and faster it happens. And so if you're at the beginning of this journey and we're talking about staying the course and honouring your decisions, this is the hardest yards because it takes some time. Like our guests that we're talking about with, with earlier about, you know, you have to do some work until you like get to the place where you can actually soar and it becomes more effortless. <laughs> yeah, I think, yes. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of decisions I've made that I'm staying in right now that I'm not happy with, yeah. <laughs> but I know they're going to serve me in the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm sticking it out. You know, one of those being, you know, having a nine to five job after, yeah. you know, doing two years working my own business. And my goal is to be working my own business at the moment, having this this job, which I don't want, <laughs> yeah, is actually going to help me be in a position better position to be able to to do that yeah i i need to stick it out because it's it, it is serving me i don't like it yeah. but it's serving me and you're being flexible in doing that because you could be dig your heels and be like no that's not what i need to do that's not my path yeah that's being really rigid and actually you need to be flexible and this is all part of it yeah, yeah. and i want us to remember because this resonates with a call i was on this morning is that even if we are where you are, because we I think we're all, all in that way different differently, is that we've still got to remember to find pleasure and joy where we are. Because if we're not finding pleasure and joy, you know, admittedly you're in a job that you don't particularly want to be in. But if that continues like I've just got to go, I've just got to go because I've got to do this, I've got to do this, we've got to be able to stay the course healthily as yeah. well. Yeah. And find the good in yeah. In that. But also be like I can still see the construction site still, okay, it's a long time, you know, the material's taken a long time to get here. It feels like that concrete floor has been concrete floor forever and the frame hasn't gone up. But it's like, no, nah, I've got to stay the course. You know, the truck's going to arrive soon with the frame and the workers are going to turn up. And so we've also got to keep building our towards what you said, wasn't it? You said through having that future vision. Yeah. So if we're not... If we're not feeding that and activating that like a meal, like a body, then we we may stay in those stuck places like some people have or do or can't see their way out of it. That makes sense. Oh, absolutely. If things aren't better over there, yeah. No. Yeah, no. You take you take yourself <laughs> wherever you go. And yeah, the we grass have, is not greener. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not about it's not about being things are better over there. I'll be happy when I build the house. I'll be happy when I move. I'll be happy when I don't have a nine to five job. Like we can be happy right now. That's the whole point of this, mm-hmm. the whole self growth and understanding who you are and having that ownership and the power to be happy 50% of the time now. Active, active, they're talking something, active consciousness, active living. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, cause we, like we want so many things in our life and we have this 
you know, I guess this perceived layout, you know, and I often reflect because I guess I'm older than you, not saying that I'm going to die quicker, but I often think, okay, what's it actually all about? Being present where we are and having the ability that we do have, thank God we do have the ability to be conscious about our thoughts and, you know, be able to tangent, tangent our way through things. But it's about where we are right here now, living this moment, finding joy here as you're wanting to bring more and more of that. I think that's, it's not as easy as it sounds, but that's what I feel the energy is supporting us in. That's what we're consciously living, more of that, all of what we want in now. Everything is happening right now, like now. Yes. Now. (laughs) Yeah. Makes so much sense. And is it not as easy? Yeah, it's not as easy as it sounds, but could it be? Yeah. We make things so much more difficult than they have to be. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can just decide. Like 10 is like, just decide. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's right. I can be happy now. Beautiful palm trees at my window. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finding Donna Lee, I love Donna Lee's giggle. Like, happy right now. Mm. I could also be really pissed off right now if I think of something that makes me pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. just it's interesting how the human mind works, isn't it? Like how quickly it shifts. It's such an incredible piece of scientific amazingness. So let's reject the idea things take a long time yeah. or it's hard. Mm. Let's just reject that. Yeah. Let's step into well, the opposite. That's only that. what we think, isn't it? It is. So staying the course can be fun and it can be exciting and build so much like self-confidence and trust in yourself if you're staying the course. Because you, you can imagine if you say to yourself, oh, my body does not like sugar anymore. It's having lots of, you know, it's causing lots of inflammation and I'm not going to eat sugar anymore. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm craving sugar and I really want sugar and starting to get a headache because I haven't had sugar. And you say to yourself, no, I've decided I'm not having sugar. It's okay. I know my body's going to have this detox and it's going to be like crappy for a couple of days, but I'm deciding and it can be easy and it's going to serve me in the long run. And then you get to the end of the day and you don't have sugar and you're like, holy moly, I'm so proud of myself right now. Like, look at that. That was easy. I can do it again tomorrow. The same day you wait, next day you wake up and it's the same thing. Please give me sugar, your brain's saying to you. And you're like, you know what? I'm deciding I'm not having sugar today. And it builds up a resilience, doesn't it, it does. to be able to to make the bigger decisions as they as arrive and trust yourself yes. in those. So yeah. imagine, right? Yeah. You're driving down this road, you're in a motor car, they're so good, spirits are sitting there going. And it's driving down the road, you've got the windows flown out. And, okay, we're not littering, okay, but this is just energetic littering. Mm-hmm. And I can just see I'm drawing this piece of paper and they're going, right, that's not useful, that's not useful. What if we got better at going, recognising what's not useful anymore? And so on that, mm. I want to support the change in your intuitive self. At the current moment, the last few weeks, there has been this volume turned up on your gut feeling. Now, you'll know what a gut feeling is, but actually we're energetically being supported to use that whole thing in our whole system. So, you know, as information, what if we were brave enough to make these decisions? You said something yesterday about um, 
in the moment, making mm-hmm. decisions in the moment. And then when you have the pause to think, you know, what if we, what if that information was able to come in with a better practice like you are with the sugar stuff and going, nah, I instantly know that that's not going to work. So we're also living in a world that if you're the one doing this, that you're leading your way, you are going to come across pieces of that rubbish that's going to go, nah, she's nuts, she's off her face, she shouldn't even be doing that. And you're going to go, you know what, I don't give a shit what you think, I'm just going to keep going. Absolutely. And that takes courage and it might be sticking to the bottom of your shoe and like you might be like carrying it around for a minute and then you can shake it off and be like, no, see ya. Yeah. I'm still going forward, yeah, being flexible. We're paving new course all the time. And every brick that we put down is a decision. Yeah. And we can make decisions really quickly. And we're actually in the (laughs) tunnel. We we think we have no control. What a great story that is. Once upon a time, there was a little girl. She has no control (laughs) over her life. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. She just waits for the knight in shining armor to come and rescue her. And she doesn't even get to decide if she likes him, if she thinks he's good looking. But he's a knight in shining armor, so she has to go with him. And that is your life, the end. <laughs> like, no, we we have the control. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Isn't that what Disney's been telling us? That's exactly what pretty much Disney has been telling us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're rejecting that too. We're throwing that out the window. <laughs> okay. I think this has been a great conversation. Is there anything more that we'd like to add before we do a reading with Donnelly? No, I don't think so. I think just keep trusting in yourself in the decisions you make. You make them for a reason. Yes. And Ask you yourself know. the questions. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing so you know, we've it's been a pretty intense conversation. So I and I was feeling that myself and going, okay, we've got to remember we've got to remember to also let the uplift of that. So maybe Prue right now while I'm holding some cards, let's, let's, we've got this staying the course, this honouring decisions. We've talked about a diverse range of things. So, you know, let's bring that in, you know, to close our conversation. I'll let you lead that while I get the cards. I'm stumped for words right now. I'm like, I'm just in this feeling zone now. Yeah, but I just you just said I just got the you know the thing and went that way. The, the baton <laughs> was handed to me. Yeah, just do you understand? Can you feel that? How you know? Because we always talk about pleasure and play and uplifting, and I'm certainly not one that's very good at this stuff. So I'm just feeling okay. How do I want to? How do I want the audience to feel, or how do I want to feel, or how are we feeling in this pretty heavy topic? where we can lead them walking away from this podcast going, oh, God, even just a big sigh breath. Yeah, it's just it's what's coming up for me is definitely like, you know, this little voice inside your head that says to you, like, you've got this. You know it. It's, o- it's okay to feel it and it might not be what everyone else is telling you around you. And if you st- still feel that, it's okay to actually lean into that and be I can just accept it and just get curious with it and be like, ah, oh. you know, like Tanya said, ask yourself some questions. What does this mean? Is this aligned with what I'm trying to do, like for my life, or does it really feel like it goes against it? And you know, that's that's the definitely the, 
the thing that I'm feeling right now, you know it already. And Don Lee's got a card. (laughs) They blow me away, I tell you. Yeah. Every time. We've had these before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So the first one when we were talking, when you were talking, Mm -hmm. is the heart guardian. Trust. Yes. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I wait till you see the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I know wow. that this is the audio, and we will post these cards on our Facebook page. So that's where you'll be able to see them and see more of them. Oh gosh, you know, love and let yourself be loved. I mean, mm. yes, you will see this card. It is a is such a gorgeous image of a woman with angel wings, and she's just got her hands placed gently on a heart. She has this big, um, I think it, I would call it a brooch that's shaped like a heart that has fire coming from it. But it's just the look on her face is, and there's a bit, oh, her cloak is a big rose on her shoulder and she yeah, has a ruby red ring. So when this, this, and this didn't even, when I shuffled, it didn't even shuffle. It was just there. And it's like, hey, remember, this is gentleness. This is, you know, you are the guardian of your heart. If anyone, if you if you want love, then it's love thyself. Love of marriage, partners, family, it's secondary to the love of ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is where we're being completely and utterly re-educated. So this is a very, very powerful card for us all today. It's to hold us, to take that sigh breath, to remember to pause, to reevaluate, have a look at the path of where you are in your course of staying. Feel your decisions, touch upon your heart, relate to your head, come back to your heart and feel in your body where you intuitively know that you are being led even though you are challenged by external influences. So wait till you see the next one. Mm. So that's upright. Mm-hmm. And then not upright, and she's not been upright in this position before she has been, is the oracle. For me, when this came out upside down, this is about balance. Mm. This is about yin and yang. And the oracle is wait for important information So in an upside-down position, in this instance, this feels like impatience, and and I guess I can really relate to that. I'm not relating to the impatience. I'm relating to the pause that I'm needing to take, which is different from what I've done before. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a good thing. Just because it's upside-down doesn't mean it's bad. It's a beautiful thing about balance. And when you turn these cards around... The um, logo that's on the back. Look at that. Yeah, gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I'll if there's some more information, um, I'll put it on the Facebook group. But this will be beautiful. And you'll find links to the Facebook group in yeah. the notes, in the show notes. Okay, that's a beautiful way to end. Feels really like it definitely wrapped it up nicely. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. you'll hear us next week love and light till next time bye
Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.